Now the man knew his wife Eve, and she conceived and bore Cain, saying, I have produced a man with the help of the Lord. Funny that it's with the help of the Lord and not with the, with the Adam who she knew. Right. Get ready for a spiritual journey as two godless atheists read the Bible from cover to cover. Will they learn to love Jesus? Or will they continue to forfeit their souls to Satan? Find out what happens when the Bible stops being polite and starts getting weird. That's a little strange. Strange attribution there, right? Hmm. Yeah, three-way with Yahweh there. Because <laughs> remember where it says the Lord, it's Yahweh. In this yeah. part, anyway. Ah, right. So, so okay, okay, so that's interesting. She doesn't necessarily know who the parentage is. Because if it's a three-way with Yahweh, then who is the daddy? Is it Adam or is it Yahweh? Yeah, that's a good she, point. She's attributing it to the Lord. Because, I mean, you know, loftiest father, right? right? Next, she bore his brother Abel. Now, Abel was a keeper of sheep, and Cain was a tiller of the ground. So, she only bore Cain with the help of the Lord. Abel was not born with the help of the Lord. Isn't that interesting? In the course of time, Cain brought to the Lord an offering of the fruit of the ground, and Abel, for his part, brought the firstlings of his flock, their fat portions. And the Lord had regard for Abel and his offering, but for Cain and his offering he had no regard. So Cain was very angry, and his countenance fell. The Lord said to Cain, Why are you angry, and why has your countenance fallen? If you do well, will you not be accepted? And if you do not do well, sin is lurking at the door. Its desire is for you, but you must master it. So do you think that maybe, just maybe, because uh, Cain was produced with the help of the Lord and Abel was not, God's like, no, 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 you're my kid. Like, it's cool. You can do this shit. Like, don't worry about it. I'm, I'm, I'm giving him the love because he's not my kid. I don't know how that makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just hung up on this whole uh, with the produce with the help of the Lord. Yeah, but it doesn't necessarily say that Abel wasn't produced with the help of the Lord. It just says next sheep were his brother Abel. Right. But it, well, they went out of the way to say that Cain was produced with the help of the Lord. So Cain, his father is Yahweh, and Abel's father is Adam? Ah. In this sexy three-way that Eve had with the two of them? That doesn't make sense. I mean, it makes sense, but what kind of sense does it make? <laughs> no, but I don't, I think, right, like, more logically, he would favor, Yahweh would favor his own child. But aren't we all children of God? I, I don't know. Isn't that the whole point of this book? I'm just reading the text as it's written. Pretty sure. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty sure that's the point of this book. Well, well, we'll, we'll see who all of mankind is descended from a little bit later. Uh, are we going to get to Jesus tonight? No, no. There, there's a long way to <laughs> Jesus, buddy. 
Um, but speaking of Jesus, let's call our guests. <laughs> and now, introducing for the first time on Atheists Read the Bible, a female, Wilhelmina, and her male counterpart. What's, what's his name? Brock? Brock! Three? How does this work? I always get this confused. Line one. In line one of this chapter, we've... Uh, they're, they're called verses, Diogenes. You can also just refer to it by verses instead of lines. That way it uh, takes away the problem of you guys being blind and not having normal print Bibles. In indeed. We, I also have the Torah here, but that's also on a Kindle. So... <laughs> We're, uh, uh, well... Techno technologically... Uh, yeah, let's throw some more things in there. Does anyone have a Quran tonight? <laughs> is this in the Quran? It's in the Quran someplace, right? Is it? Does it unfold the same way? I don't know. Like, you gotta get a Quran they in retell a bunch of things. Yeah, there's probably a whole Muslim shtick on it. I bet. Yeah. It, what I what is the Muslim word for that. shtick? Uh, I think Muslims get really offended when you start talking uh, in derogatory terms about their religion. Nothing's Stick derogatory. Oh, Would no, you... if you call their, their religion fake, even if it, it is, they get <laughs> This is off to an amazing start. So we shouldn't say, like, the whole thing's totally made up? Okay. <laughs> Welcome to the concept of the show. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, okay, so in, in uh, verse 1 here, verse 1 talks about, explicitly says... Eve, uh, now the man knew his wife, and they conceived and bore Cain. And then Eve said something about having, producing a man with the help of the of Yahweh. Uh, in this in this edition, it says the Lord. So does that mean that uh, Yahweh and Adam had a three way with Eve? That's assuming that the Lord has a body of a large white man with beautiful flowy locks that also resembles pictures of Zeus. Wait, I'm sorry. Why does he have to be white to have a threesome with Eve? Wouldn't it be an even sexier threesome if it were interracial? And we're made in God's image. So theoretically, he looks just like us and I'm white. So Yeah, exactly. And all the pictures show jesus the lord and santa claus as white men so i was in a i was in a thrift store once in northeast washington dc and i saw a picture of the last supper where everybody was black that's awesome so that was a, that was a parody painting of jesus and his disciples i don't jesus think it was a white. parody i think the folks in that neighborhood took that shit pretty seriously but okay, yeah, by parody okay. do you mean more accurate because we're talking about a group of people who live near the equator so theoretically <laughs> in uh, the days before that, uh, sunscreen jesus was probably likely uh, brown what with the location of where Jerusalem uh, and Nazareth are uh, geographically and uh, given the fact that he was Jewish uh, but you know uh, Western Christianity tells me that the Lord is a white man but if you believe that then yes he could have a threesome but really the Lord isn't constrained by flesh it's like uh, so what you're advocating for then is uh, human instrument or divine instrumentality of humans through conception. 
Uh, well, I, I'm pretty sure uh, it's just the prudes who wrote uh, this version of the Bible put that Adam uh, knew his wife Eve instead of saying Adam boned his wife Eve. So. What is the uh, What does the NIV say? Quick, quick aside. Uh, Wilhelmina has the NIV, so a slightly different version of the Bible. Um, do they? Is the word like Adam mated with Eve or Adam? had sexual contact with Eve or anything like that in your version? Adam lay with his wife Eve okay. and she became pregnant, okay. uh, which is how they teach you that holding hands can cause pregnancy at Christian school. Wait, 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 who you were, you were taught this personally? So, so let's take a quick aside here. Wilhelmina, Brock, can you guys uh, talk a little bit about your uh, religious upbringing? Like what, where, where did you guys come from? Because this brings up a very good point. So I was raised to um, one parent who was probably slightly more religious than the other, but both of them were raised Protestant, and so was I. Um, however, it was a Presbyterian church, um, and there's a lot of parish-to-parish -parish variation uh, because the Presbyterian church is not really run with like a strict hierarchy. Um, and so my parish was particularly... Uh, I guess liberal, for lack of a better word. It was a northeastern urban parish. Um, so uh, presby liberal Presbyterian upbringing, did go to Sunday school, was confirmed, was pretty religious as a teenager in my early 20s, but like it was a pretty slack religion. So I wasn't slack about a serious religion. I was serious about kind of a slack religion. <laughs> um, it was, but I mean, it was, there was Christian teachings but the idea was that like you know everyone might go to heaven anyway the bible's probably wrong about gay people they're fine you know that sort of thing but i was into it i mean i was like i would go to church a lot i worked for a minister in college um so that's that's my so you administered to an uh, you administered to a minister i kind of did yeah i would like <laughs> make copies for her i was i would like executive assistant for a minister. Wait, uh, you worked for a female minister? Yes. Again, as a, serious, so you're, you're a male. I assume you identify as male as well and not I do like identify, a dragon yeah. or a unicorn a or something? I'm a cis So I'm you're a cis, cis male. male who worked for a woman, ew, first yeah. of all. That's what I just said. <laughs> I said I, I'm, I come from a very And she was a minister. <laughs> yeah. She was unmarried. She had at one point implied that she was not a virgin. I mean, it was a pretty, pretty hippy dippy thing. I mean, that was a joke, by the way, feminist. Yeah, Please so. save your hate mail. I'm not. I'm, I was just joking. So, Mina, tell us about your uh, your background. Okay, I am from the Midwest. I was raised by exceptionally religious people, uh, but they didn't really stand out for the area that I, I grew up. They were actually in line with the general feelings towards Christianity. I was raised as part of the Christian Reformed Church, a Protestant Christian denomination. So, like, you have the already uh, uptight religious uh, folks who left the Netherlands. Uh, well, take that and then find the even more extreme ones, break that away, and that's, uh, that's where I grew up. Uh, but, uh, 
excitingly enough, uh, fast forward like a hundred years after the Christian reform split, apparently they got a little too wild and free. And so I'm like the moderate Calvinist denomination because the Protestant reformed church split from the Christian reformed church. Uh, so I went to a uh, Christian reformed school from preschool through 12th grade. My family went to church twice uh, every Sunday. I had to go to Sunday school, catechism, church youth group, church youth girls group, uh, all of that fun. What's what's catechism? Oh, that's where they indoctrinate the youths in the, uh, <laughs> uh, into the church. Even more fun fact, I stopped going to church at the age of 16 by lying to my parents and telling them that I was going to a different church uh, that <laughs> was hip and trendy with the young folk of the area. It started later in the morning than when their church started. So I would sleep in until about 15 minutes before they would uh, come come home from, from church. I, I'd get in my car and I would go worship at uh, the Tabernacle of Target uh, <laughs> and then drive home. Praise be after, the red spot. Yes. Uh, <laughs> hallelujah. Pra- praise praise the, the sales. Uh, but I would... Um, drive home after the church was supposed to be letting out and carried on with that. The denomination is Christian reform and the theology uh, that it practices is Calvinism, which follows the practice of John Calvin, who uh, has the five points of Calvinism, uh, which has an acronym called TULIP. And I won't go into it. I'm sorry. Good, right? Christianity doesn't make sense at all. Don't don't ask too many questions. You're just going to hurt your head. No, but that's... I'm sorry, but that's the show. Because, <laughs> <laughs> well, so NRSV is traditionally used in more liberal progressive churches. Not necessarily by any strong decree. It's just that's kind of how it shakes out. The NIV is typically more popular among evangelical Christians even though Wilhelmina's background is not strictly evangelical, it's more just... No, not at all. We weren't inclusive. The Lord was going to just rapture the chosen people, which were us and the the greater uh, area where I grew up. The the land would break away, the rest of you would sink to hell, and we'd be raptured into the sky. So, like, if you think the world's about to end, go to Grand Rapids. So what you're saying, uh, Mina, is that you're NIV positive. <laughs> uh, well, you know, given how long I would have been NIV positive and the fact that I don't have Magic Johnson money, I think it would probably be full-blown AIDS by now. So, 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 Wilhelmina, you're going to read the next part? Biblical disclaimer, Wilhelmina's usage of the words praise Jesus, hallelujah, and amen are for dramatic effect and may not appear in your Bible at home. Don't worry, faith is flowing, even though the bag may not inflate. Void where prohibited, some restrictions may apply. Side effects may include euphoria, lightheadedness, and the Dunning-Kruger effect. Now, Abel kept flax and Cain worked the soil. 
In the course of time, Cain brought some of the fruits of the soil as an offering to the Lord. But Abel brought fat portions from some of the firstborn of his flock. Hallelujah, praise Jesus. The Lord looked with favor on Abel and his offerings, but on Cain and his offering, he did not look with favor. So Cain was very angry, and his face was downcast. Then the Lord said to Cain, Why are you angry? Why is your face downcast? If you do what is right, will you not be accepted? But if you do not do what is right, sin is crouching at your door. It desires to have you, but you must master it. Hallelujah, amen. Praise Jesus. <laughs> that was glorious. That was glorious. <laughs> It's, that's, it's, that's like the, the... it's like you came from heaven to do this podcast. That translation is not uh, too, too far off. The only one thing I want to say that I think is interesting that they're different is where it says, uh, if you do right, you will, you know, will you not be accepted? And the NRSV, you know, it says if you do do well. So one of those is like, it's right or wrong. And the other one is well oh. versus not well, oh, right? Yeah, that's yeah. a very that's interesting your... point. Which is a big difference, right? No, that's the line with your hippie, your hippie religion of like, anybody can go to heaven. Like, we don't care as long as you put forth some effort. Whereas, like the NIV is like, you're either going to heaven or like, get right. The fuck one out of those here. is one of those is very binary, right or wrong, and the other yeah. one it's like, well, how well is well, you know, right? Which like, is how we also... know the Protestant so in this, Presbyterians are out. In this particular uh, version of the Torah, I have. It also says, uh, if you do not do right. If ah. you do, do not do right. Ah. What? So the, uh... Even the Lord's chosen people from the tribe <laughs> believe that right and wrong makes sense instead of just try your best and you'll get a stick. <laughs> <laughs> this um, is the uh, yeah, JPS version. I just read a BuzzFeed article about Hasidic... Jewish men in New York, there is a very high number of men uh, those who go see dominatrix. Uh, so apparently the Lord uh, loves loves him some, some uh, kinks. Bossy ladies. Dominatrices, no. is that the plural? Uh, I, I would think so. Dom one dominatrix, two dominatrices. Good point, Brock. I'm surprised your puny male mind could figure that out. <laughs> well, linear algebra in Brock's past. Or the Lord blessed Brock's brain with the knowledge of how to pluralize those words. We all know that women were made in the image of the goddess, and men, well, we just weren't that lucky. <laughs> anyway. Uh, what I was going to bring up is those are two very different meanings, potentially, because it's how well do you till the field versus, like, don't kill your brother, asshole. Like, one's a moral judgment, and the other one is, like, did you do a good job or not, right? Yeah. Like, yeah, is there right. a moral element to how well you till the field? I mean, I guess there could be if, if your village... Are you lazy about how you till it, or are you doing your very best? I mean... That would what be would the Calvinists obvious. say about that? 
yeah. be right versus wrong and applying it to killing the field and you know Kane being a whiny baby uh, about why don't you like my subpar I tried to till the field complaint uh, if you live your life for the lord every day and uh, everything you do is to glorify him then in theory trying isn't hacking it like you, you really should put forth your best effort in everything you do if it's for the edification of your lord and savior uh, the Hasidic so... Jews man they got it locked up they follow every commandment they go to dominatrixes they <laughs> have this whole thing down right dominatrices I'm sorry Diogenes you're correct sorry I didn't mean to interrupt no I I agree Minus the workarounds that, uh, you know, like the Sabbath pilot lighter on the, the newer. Uh, or the elevators. Or the elevators or like telling people that asking them if they can turn something on for them. Uh, but, uh, you know, minus the slight workarounds of being able to comply with the Lord's very strict uh, Old Testament style law, the Jews uh the the Hasidic Jews, uh, they they are walking the the walk and uh, living what the Lord uh, asked for them. I mean, they gave up bacon. <laughs> That's and, a huge thing. And lobster and, and White clams. Castle. Don't forget no, White I, Castle. It's what you crave. No, I don't eat things that live in the sea, and I also have never had White Castle. So. Oh, you're missing out on both fronts. <laughs> Everything that lives in the sea is tasty, practically. It's swimming around. You can grab it. In its yeah. own toilet. <laughs> Are you calling the ocean that God made, that God separated from the sky, a toilet? A fish's toilet. Millennia of sinful humans came and did their dirty deeds, dumping their... AIDS needles and their dead bodies what? into Wait, it. Wait, what the hell? So you know what? You know what? I I, I agree with you, Wilhelmina, and I, I think we what we're going to do is we're going to clean it up. If you become a member of the Church of the Empty Barrel, we're going to go out to the Pacific Garbage Patch or wherever and fish that shit out of the water. We just got to do it. As I don't understand why there's, like, if the garbage patch, right, that's a thing we all agree exists. It's not fake news, whatever. If that exists, they should go out and clean it up. There should be a national effort. Let's go do this. National? International? Really quick, uh, Al Alexander, I actually took your advice, and I uh, did go to the lexicon section of Bible Hub for Genesis 4-7. Uh, the word well, uh, the transliteration, uh, I guess this might be some Hebrew, I don't know, it's taitiv, uh, but it, they say, they hear, the definition they give is to be good, well, glad, or pleasing. So there oh, is... Oh, wait, so that's pretty, yeah, that's pretty freaking clear in the Hebrew that it's not yeah. just like... You didn't doing, till the field well enough. It's like, no, yeah. you're a shitty person, game. Yeah, so I, I do think the right, <laughs> the right and wrong uh, translation might might be more on point. Uh, just you know. So the upshot then is that his plants didn't do well because he's an asshole. <laughs> he well, you know, I like that. maybe, or he was just like he could be lazy. He could be a yeah, lazy father. Or he had good crops, but he, like, brought some shitty ones to God and was like, 
Uh, take these. You know. Ah, okay. That's yeah, interesting. Yeah, he brought he brought like dandelions instead of his roses, but Abel was like, "Here's my prime beef of, cut of beef." Like cake. yeah, like maybe he brought his like third best tomato to God, and like right that's on. you know, that's uh, you're playing you're playing with fire right there. Yeah. You know. He sees those other two tomatoes at home, and he's like, "Bitch, I want those tomatoes. Those are mine." <laughs> It'd be nice if the Bible was more specific so we could know, like, what the reason was, like, if it was the tomatoes. Yeah, yeah we don't know, actually. It just, uh, yeah, it just says that all it says is that uh, he brought, Cain brought to the Lord an offering of the fruit of the ground. That's all I've got in the NRSV. Also, maybe God so doesn't like fruit. Let's be honest, fruits and vegetables, not that great. Cain said to his brother Abel, let us go out to the field. And when they were in the field, Cain rose up against his brother Abel and killed him. Then the Lord said to Cain, where is your brother Abel? He said, I do not know. Am I my brother's keeper? <laughs> and the Lord said, what have you done? Listen, your brother's blood is crying out to me from the ground. And now you are cursed from the ground, which has opened its mouth to receive your brother's blood from your hand. When so, uh, yeah, let me stop. This is, oh my god, there. that went on too long. I'm wow. sorry, folks. There's a lot to unpack there. <laughs> yeah. So, I like how happy you sound when you're like, and he killed his brother. You can hear oh, wait, you smile. there's more. <laughs> For just $9.99.99, you too can speak like Alexander. Alexander's motivational speaking speaking class. So, so with this, <laughs> um, so Cain kills Abel. He's just like, you son of a bitch, and comes after him with a knife or something. <laughs> well, it this, doesn't say what he said. It would have no, been nice if it said, oh, he said, you son of a bitch, or something, so we could at least. <laughs> True. But it, like, this kind of seems like, your a, uh, this kind of seems like teenagers, right? Like. Dad yeah. likes what Jimmy did better. Exactly. And then they and he's like, "You son of a bitch! I'm gonna kill you!" This is a cautionary tale as to why, if you do pick favorites, which everyone does, you just shouldn't tell your kids straight up. Like, <laughs> like just don't say it, because like one of them might like take the other one out into a field and like beat the shit out of him until he's or dead. Or it's a nice cautionary tale for children to not kill their brothers who they don't like. Uh, right. Because they don't want to have to walk as a nationless man for all of eternity. We, and never have they don't want to be cursed from the ground. Yeah, hold on, hold on. Oh, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, fair enough. But we have to, one other thing we need to address is their roles in the story. Is that Abel is the herder and he represents a pastoral civilization. Whereas Cain represents the uh, agricultural civilization. And then Cain is cursed, so he can't do the one he's thing he started yet. off. To... You're right. I'm going to shut up about that. But my point is, there's a parallel here. And it's to a bunch of stories. One of them is the Sumerian debate between sheep and grain. And I love debates between abstract things. People should read it. Uh, the Sumerian debate between winter and summer. Uh, grain wins. Spoiler alert. Grain wins. Which is the opposite. 
which is which is interesting. That that is very interesting. But Grain kind of won because the other guy's dead. That is true. <laughs> and then theoretically, all of Cain's line dies in the flood. All right. So it's like oh, I'm gonna get you, brother. That's not cool. They start fighting. Do they and fight they... though, or is it like sucker punch? Oh. See, no, I always imagine that Kane brought, like, a big rock in his hand yeah. and, like, came up from behind. It was quick. And just, like, smashed him on the back of the head and was like, fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> he threw the rock down. Maybe the abruptness in the text does, like, mirror the abruptness in the, right? Like, because it doesn't say yeah. he said anything. Maybe it's because right. he didn't say anything and everyone was like, whoa, like, something's up with Alex, I, Alex, Alex, he, Alex he, I, agree, I agree with you 100%. I Who get else that impression there? that it was fast. I mean, Adam, Eve, God. <laughs> oh, my God. That's three people to be like, yo, came. I mean, God. He didn't even need to really take him out into the field. He could have been like, let's just step out of the eye and earshot of the only two other people on Earth. <laughs> like, Adam and Eve could have had other children at that point. We don't that's know. Right. No, no, no. That's right. Sisters. There could have been. We don't know that for sure. So we there's... know that these are their first children, but it doesn't give any time between the verse one saying that they're born yep. and when the murder happens. They could have had other children in between the time that. That's right. Happened. I suppose, but they could also be fish. I mean, Diogenes, I don't understand. You've already forgotten the episode that we recorded in the past, which is now the future. We already know Adam and Eve had other kids. It clearly says that in Genesis 5. But, but we're not there yet. I know, but it's worth it for the readers to know well, that agree. it clearly says this. If they to populate the, the earth without Eve being the mother of all of their children, they'd have to have a daughter for these guys to, like, That's so gross. With. What? Oh, it you haven't heard of Seth wrong. and Osiris. But it's all it, it, it's all family. You don't that, that's gross. I mean, no, I know there's no other no, people, but no, it's still gross. No. Morals and things like that are relative to societal norms. So back then, when there was only one woman, what else were you going hold to on, do to create a, a society? That's a good point because there's only been one societal norm that's been established so far in the story, and it's the one rule that God makes which is you must not eat from the tree of knowledge of good and evil. And they discover they're naked, right? That's which the is one neither good rule. nor evil. That's it's the one rule that's is. been set up for that's them. That's right. And There's no Ten it. Commandments yet. We're just at that one, that one commandment. It wasn't even really a commandment. It was, it was like, mm, I give you this cool garden. Here's, here's my one house rule. After Cain kills Abel, right? And... God comes in, and he's all like, dude, where's your little brother? And he's like, I don't know. I'm not his dad. It's like, what a weird thing. To, like, what a weird exchange to have. Well, see, first I thought God was an omniscient because he keeps on doing things like that. Cause he's he, testing. He's, he's playing. He's I know, people. right. He's being a passive-aggressive fucking parent. Being like, oh, where's your brother? I hear his blood yeah. crying out from the ground. But I'm going to ask the question because I want to know what you're going to answer me. And then I'm going to teach you a lesson about why you should always be honest with me. Yeah. It's true. No, it's it's kind of frustrating as a as someone who's actually grappling with these beliefs, 
like me 10 years ago, you do kind of get a little bit annoyed when you're thinking like, man, you know, why is God behaving like kind of a shitty roommate? You know, like, <laughs> you know, like, where's my Cool Whip? You know, when he knows you fucking ate the Cool Whip, like. And, or there's, and his ice cream. you think that he doesn't know everything. If you have to ask these questions, it's like. Right. You say you right. know everything, then why are you asking? Maybe you're not as smart as what you think. Here's why I think this suggests to me that God's not omniscient, because it explains to the reader exactly how God knew that uh, Abel had been killed. Well, that could be the vehicle of him being omniscient, though. That's a very good argument. But why does that need to be explained to the reader? It's very clear the concept of omniscience does not exist yet. Or it could be that guy who's so far in the closet where he's like, I'm not gay, guys. Let me prove it to you. <laughs> I'm, just, uh, I'm just saying that this could be him being like, I am omniscient, guys. Let me prove it to you. And he's not. So there's that. I think I actually know. <laughs> Alexander, I actually think I really, I like your argument, which is that at this, if we're reading the Bible chronologically at this time, it's not necessarily been established that God is omniscient. And that's okay, right? We just have to accept that there's a temporal well, story here. And like, here's the problem with reading it chronologically. We've already established, or I guess we've established parts of this. It's called the, uh, the documentary hypothesis. We've already established that there's different sources for these documents. I think we're still in the J source until we get to five. Redactor. Uh, and the re oh, I forgot the yeah, that's a good. There's gonna be some more redactor shit at the end. The one time we're in the J source right now, which always calls God Yahweh. There was a lot of Yahweh gods. Supposedly that was the redactor before. I think that was J. Were we in J? Anyway, uh, when you say the, J source, is that meaning just from the Yahweh the source? So that's okay. the source that yeah. calls God Yahweh. There's the two creation narratives. But like these things were clearly forced or edited together by a redactor yeah, yeah. who's the redactor sure. source that we talk about. Sure. The great uh, redactor. Yeah, dude, quick, that's actually, the coolest source. Who is that guy? He made all the decisions. A, well, actually, yeah, Will and Amelia, you might want to talk about that really quick. Because you've got... Our, what I... The idea of... The, the idea that, you know, the Bible is, you know, obviously sourced from a lot of disparate writings and there is one or, a, you know, either a committee of people or one person who is the redactor. Who pieces them together. And I know in, in the past you've discussed with me that, you know, there's the theological explanation for that, for that person. Uh, so if one is want to ask questions about how you know that... You can trust the words of men since all men are sinners and men are the ones who or through the oral tradition pass things down or were the ones who put read to a paper how do you know that it's true also how can you trust the men who who are interpreting the words if you want to so believe that the words that are on the bible are accurate descriptions of what god said uh if you were to believe my mother and all of my catechism teachers how can you trust us is the real question can we be trusted that god in the form of the holy spirit 
Uh, well, this is now where my brain just uh, likes to dramatize what happens. God in the form of a spirit just body snatchered into whoever was writing whatever book at any time and like took his hand from the inside and was like, I'm going to write these words, but I need to steal this man's form so I can write it. I, Paul, do hereby write these words, but it's really just God steering his hand. And that's how you know. And he also that, would that, have. That concept is called instrumentality. And he also would have been. And he also would have been doing it. <laughs> I wanted with, to use the word. As as importantly, he would have been also doing that with the later editors and with, like you said, the redactors. As well. So that's Wait, so were, that's the you theology were, there. I'm sorry, uh, both of you. Actually, this is a good question. Were you raised with at all the concept of mosaic authorship that these the first five books of the Bible were given to God in some manner to Moses and he's the guy who literally wrote this? Yes, the Pentateuch. We we learn about this in school that uh, the first five books were not written at the time it occurred; that they were you know, written later by Moses. Yeah. Right, that was that was never Div a secret. Divine I mean, instrumentality we were, of human yeah, hands. Yeah, right. We we were always taught that yeah, the, the, no one ever in our church tried to dispute the fact that you know, for example, the gospels were written at different times. So, and now you are cursed from the ground, which has opened its mouth to receive your brother's blood from your hand. When you till the ground, it will no longer yield to you its strength. You will be a fugitive and a wanderer on the earth. Cain said to the Lord, my punishment is greater than I can bear. Today you have driven me away from the soil, and I shall be hidden from your face. I shall be a fugitive and a wanderer on the earth, and anyone who meets me may kill me. Wait, hold on or, a second, hold on a second. Yeah, yeah. Who are these other people? Again, yeah, all the his brothers, people. yeah, the other, his siblings. <laughs> Oh, and you also so you have to take into consideration that uh, even though you are thinking about Adam and Eve being like 40 years old and Cain and Abel being like 18 uh, in the Old Testament uh, until, you know, sin and all of that baloney came along. A lot of these people allegedly lived into being 500 years old, 600 years old. Yeah. Uh, so there are going to be multiple generations of people that have been birthed yeah. by cousins and sisters. The and birth cousins. rate is the birth rate is far outweighing the death rate at this time. Hold on, but it's gonna be there. Yeah, they're all gonna be members of his family. of a family. But like, yeah, so In his uncles might try to kill him. He's or not like talking about. Cousin. See, this this is strange because it gives you the impression he's a stranger in a strange land. But whoever he runs into is his brother or sister. But or, there's also going to be... Or fifth cousin. They're, they're not yeah. constrained by faith. Uh, so it could be a fifth cousin yep. uh, who has a grandkid who yeah. each generation moves away. They don't have mail or FaceTime. So they don't yeah. know who the fuck he is. They also yeah. aren't tracing which cousin fucks which cousin for them. Yeah, he could, hook up, he could hook up with a third cousin totally guilt-free. Well, he could hook up with his mom totally guilt-free. Like, that's yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Take okay. that, Freud. Oh, yeah. Hold Take on. That. Oh, yeah. <laughs> can, I, can I tell you what the correct answer is, according to Chabad.org? What was the question? Yeah, let's do it. It's, uh... <laughs> I forgot the question. Uh, Who are these other people, or... Oh. 
The correct answer, according to Habbat.org, Cain is afraid of animals. Uh, <laughs> but, but, but. This has been the correct answer from the correct religion at Habbat.org. It didn't make sense. Uh, yeah, that's, it doesn't matter. Well, that's the official, brother, the Jewish Jew you me. can ever find. That's the, the Jewish Jew you can ever find. This is the official explanation from Chabad.org, which is, uh, as far as I'm considering, is the authority a Jewish subject. So, so here's, my, here's my problem with it's that. animals. Though. But here's my problem with that. There, There's a lot of problems with that. <laughs> well, we, we've already established, like, a couple of chapters ago, that... Adam and Eve probably have dominion over the rest of the animals. So that's... They did before they were kicked out. No, they did before they were kicked out of the garden. That right. shit goes to hell in a handbasket. And, and then everyone grew canine teeth. And they were like, fuck these humans. Maybe it's Bigfoot. Maybe that's what he's afraid of. Like, oh. like Sasquatches. Like half human, half Actually, beasts. Hold on, hold so on. so where did, what, what day did Sasquatch get created on? Oh, he was there in the beginning. <laughs> he was Sasquatch was the but prime Sasquatch mover. Sasquatch is, is God. No, no, but there was Adam, Eve, and their first kid, which no one talks on, about, was like on. ugly and a Sasquatch. No, 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 no. Ah, I gotta get this out. There was a predator animal that we read about before that God <sighs> created that was that had a role in the story, which is the snake. So he could be afraid. And the snake of the was snake. almost. And the snake was had had human qualities, right? It was it was very much anthropomorphic. Well, until God took away its legs and cursed it uh, to slither yeah, on its yeah, belly. Yeah, yeah. Maybe there's a few of the old ones that are still grandfathered in with legs, and that's what Cain's afraid of. The lizard people. So you're saying Cain is afraid of the lizard people? <laughs> He's afraid of the lizard people. Also, look. Here's like we don't know that Cain may not know everything we, the reader, know, right? So he might not realize that Adam and Eve are the only people. Right. I mean, he maybe doesn't know this. Maybe he's just like, uh, well, I don't know what's outside this area. God, oh, like they talk to each other and we know Adam lived 930 years. So we're going to go yet. with animals. They talked then. about a lot of things. So we're going to go with animals. We're going to go with he was really saying, God, if I leave this land, a pack of wolves like might kill me. Who am I going to believe you or the guy in the furry hat? The guy in the furry hat. Animals would have tried to kill him even if he didn't kill his brother. He was beating a little baby and trying to get out of taking his punishment for murdering his brother like a man. Did we get to the mark yet? No, that's next. Yeah. We stopped. Oh my God. That's like go. the biggest can of worms yeah. there ever was. Okay, let's, let's, yeah, let's open gotta, that can. Bring on the worms. Yeah. Then the Lord said to him, not so. Whoever kills Cain will suffer a sevenfold vengeance. And the Lord put a mark on Cain so that no one who came upon him would kill him. Then Cain went away from the presence of the Lord and settled in the land of Nod, east of Eden. I would like to point out that if the land of Nod is anything like the store land of Nod, I would be all about that. They have <laughs> Hold on, really there's a store? Stuff. Yeah, there's a, it's a What it's does a the land of Nod store. have? Oh, that's a weird thing to... <laughs> Wait, what? Contextually, having the place called the Land of Nod being a children's store is, uh, that's pretty dark. It's like the, <laughs> yeah. it's for it's like the Crate and Barrel 
children's store, I think. Right? I, I don't know. <laughs> I, I saw there. No idea. Okay, so whoever kills Cain will suffer a sevenfold vengeance. Yeah. So he's telling Cain. No one's gonna hurt you. I got I got your back. But you're out of here. But you're out. Right. What is a sevenfold vengeance? Seven times? It's gonna be seven times worse his punishment of having to like keep on walking everywhere. Well, and the see, Lord gets to decide what seven times worse is. Hold on. <laughs> it seems like things get conflated like this is a punishment for Cain because if you look at the traditional yeah. interpretations of it it's about his line dies in seven generations with the flood because in the flood everyone who's descended from Cain gets killed so we haven't gotten there yet no I, but I'm but bringing is, it up because it's, it's relevant yeah, because it's important. It's, it's that's relevant, where the yeah. seven comes in the sevenfold, but it seems like that's a conflation because that's not actually what God's saying to Cain. Okay, no, say anybody that kills whoever you, whoever fucks with you, he's gonna get seven times whatever he did. Right, right. Also, in sense. the NIV, it says seven times over, not sevenfold. But what is again? What is what that sevenfold? What is that sevenfold a reference to? Seven times what? Seven times times. Seven times the pain that Abel felt when he was killed, or seven times the punishment that seven Cain times is. Seven the punishment Cain's getting. No, okay. it's they... whatever anyone does to him. So right, uh, well, yeah, well, later on, spoiler alert: you... someone talks yeah. about their disproportionate use of violence, which would lead yeah. me to believe that if someone throws a rock at Cain, seven, seven rocks, rocks are gonna come at that guy. But why would you God. then say if anyone kills Cain, he will suffer vengeance seven times over? He'll How kill do you him kill seven someone? Times. Yeah. Yeah. You're not going to do that. You're just it, their punishment's going to be way worse. He's being hyperbolic. If I so so he's like, let's God, end this conversation God, in this chapter. Get walking. <laughs> yeah. He's a passive aggressive father who makes. Gross hyperbolic statements. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Dude. Your mother is going to have a stroke when she comes home, and it'll be your fault. Uh, Cain went away from the presence of the Lord. So, the Yahweh in this case has definite boundaries. Yeah, don't kill your brother. No, 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 no. No, like physical God is supposed to be omnipresent. God's yeah. like a man who is showing up all around town being like, I'm God, I'm omnipotent. <laughs> yeah. You need to leave my face now. What well, number am I thinking of? I know yours. <laughs> <laughs> well, you remember Genesis 3. God is walking around playing hide and seek with Adam. That's true. It talks about him walking around because God and the Yahweh source is like uh so to explain dude. after he after like he died yeah. he tells all of his kids like talk about me i'm gonna be dead but to keep my like legend going talk about how i'm just everywhere all the time it's just some guy some <laughs> some pompous deal bag <laughs> dear lord don't strike half of the bed i sleep on 
<laughs> with lightning. Uh, dear Lord, if you're real, please smite Brock with your mighty hand. Damn. Wait, did we get to the mark yet? Yes. Yes. So we missed how, the yeah, mark. Yeah, uh, hold yeah, on, hold on. Yeah. The mark is like this huge fucking deal. And if you Google this, there is a million fucking things. So it is six 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 on your forehead. It's the mark oh. of the beast. Yeah. Is that, is that a song, from? right? That's a song. Is this yeah. the or is this no, the no, origin no, no, story no. for this the mark of the beast no, concept? No. No. That's revelation. Th th this is yeah. the origin of Iron Maiden. But right, it's Oh, and we're getting to the first instance of 777 in the next chapter. No, but 777 is 111 down from 666. So where we're on right now is the Mark of Cain. And there's a million and one interpretations. One of them is that it's black skin. Uh, it was very popular. It was a popular interpretation. So that's why that situation, uh, it seems counter-scriptural. Because... There are black people who exist. Why didn't they all drown in the flood like the Bible says they should have? It's, it's the mark of Cain. Yeah, I've read that. I'm looking at that right now, which evidently was popular until the 20th century in some areas, which is kind of crazy. I'm sure it's popular today in some areas. Yeah, that's nuts. But uh, I've never heard that until just now. Uh, that's, yeah, wow. evidently that's a thing. That's pretty awful. But so, like, anyone who had whatever you want to say the mark of Cain is... Anyone descended of Cain who you could say has that mark, they would have died in the flood. I don't get it. Yeah. Um, should we keep going? Yeah, we need to keep going here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't stop right. on my account. Cain knew his wife, and she conceived and bore Enoch, and he built a city and named it Enoch after his son Enoch. Wow. Enoch, Enoch, Enoch. To Enoch was born Irad. Irad was the father of Mehu. JL. Mahu JL? Uh, 18. And Mahu JL was the father of Methusael. And Methusael was the father of Lamech. Lamech took two wives. Where did the wives come from? The name of one of the wives <laughs> that's was out of the Bible. It doesn't say where do the wives come from? Question mark. <laughs> just added that in as his own question to himself, but out loud for us to hear. <laughs> it's important to point that out. <laughs> that is true. And Lamech took two wives. The names of one was Adah, and the name of the other, Zillah. Oh, I suppose that might have been in, uh, they were, re they were revering God with Zillah. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> Godzilla. Sorry. That, I don't know if that's how that, that works. I, don't, I mean, I can't prove that you're wrong, but I'm like, yeah. Godzilla oh, no. is in the Bible. Don't believe us? You'll have to read it for yourself. <laughs> that, would, that sales pitch would work on me really well. Like if a Bible salesman ever comes here and says that, 
Like, he mentions Godzilla, like, I'm buying a box of fucking Bibles. Yeah. Adam Jabal. He was the ancestor of those who live in tents and have livestock. His brother was Jabal. He was the ancestor of those who play the lyre and pipe. Zilla bore Tubal Cain, who made all kinds of bronze and iron tools. The sister of Tubal Cain was Nama. Okay, let's stop there. Nama? (laughs) Hold on. Whoa. There's a ton to talk about because we just gave birth to like, like almost literally three civilizations. Yeah, right. But they all die in the flood. We're not at the flood yet. No, 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 no. Think about it, Diogenes. If God is telling us right now in the Bible, in his words, right, as dictated to Moses or however he did it, that uh, <laughs> that this person had a bored jabble. He was the ancestor of those who live in tents and have livestock. So if, if we take that seriously, all those people died in the flood. So what are people doing on the Mongolian steppe still living as uh, pastoral uh, herders? They're all descendants of Noah. Cause yeah. Was like, Fuck no, I know. Biblically, they are. <laughs> but what I'm saying is, why does this part of the Bible seem ignorant of that? Yeah, right. Yeah, what, what's but the point? it's the herders from here until the flood. But why well, even mention it if they're going to die? What's well, the they want you to root for them. It's like playing with your emotions, right? It's like foreshadowing. It's like Game of Thrones. Yeah, it's like, oh, you like, you really like, uh, you really like that character. You really feel close to him. I kill him. Fuck him. Yeah, he's dead. Kill him. Keep watching. So also in this, we also have the first time a daughter is born. Yeah, that's the other huge question here. Okay, first he builds a city for whom? Who does he build the city for? Who is his wife? It doesn't say his wife's name. His yeah, wife must be either his women. sister, right? Uh, well, well, sorry, what was that? Record keeping of women who weren't important or had a role to play as like the lady who brought a bottle of water to the important man. <laughs> is that going to be in the Bible? Like, so there's plenty of women who are alive. They're the ones who are like writing everything down, cleaning the floor, making their di- their dinner. Uh, the men are just like, eh, that's boring. We're right. not gonna put them in there. Like Cain so, was like, Cain was like, look, I gotta go do some brother killing. But listen, could you? I'm gonna be hungry when I get home. So could you like get some mutton ready? And she was like, yeah, all right. So like, there are plenty of women. They just this is the first time they they deemed it important enough to to mention a woman. Patriarchy, God's curse from eating from the tree of knowledge. Women, stay at home. <laughs> Sorry, everyone. <laughs> so are Jabal and Jubal brothers? Is that how that goes? Yeah. I, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Jabal and right. Jubal. Yeah, they're brothers. They're both it, Otto's it kids. The same. Yeah, they're both. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Otto and Lamox kids are Jubal and Jabal. Okay. 
Lamex said to his wives, Adanzilla, hear my voice. You, wives of Lamech, listen to what I say. I have killed a man for wounding me, a young man for striking me. If Cain is avenged sevenfold, truly Lamech shall be avenged seventy-sevenfold. This is how you, uh, this is how you romance a woman. You, you, uh, you read them this poem and like, Panties are dropping. <laughs> <laughs> no, that seems to me that it's a boast. And yeah. he's saying, I'm so, I'm so favored by God that I killed this guy. He just did something to me and I killed him. And whoever fucks with me, he's, God's going to avenge me 77 fold. That's what it sounds like to me. It it's kind of like, like he's boast. saying God is, in the, God is in the business of protecting people who kill other people. And he's like, so just like he protected my great-grandpa, or grandpa, you know, I also killed someone because there's benefits in that. There's a future in it. And uh, he's going to now protect me, you know, 77 times over. It is odd. It does seem out of play. It's kind of random. That it's, like, it's randomly inserted here. We're getting a lineage story. We're getting some, like, oh, okay, this is how we get, you know, livestock raisers. This is how we get musical theater people. No, but and all those all this... people, no, no, no. All those people died. We got all those they people well, right, from the yeah, descendants yeah. of Noah exclusively. We're, we're, we're right. not there yet. No, but that's right, how but the story that, goes. I, I, I that's get important it. important to mention. I, I get it, but we're not there right. yet. We're just, we're, we're we're getting, we only know we're, what's happened so far. We're getting, we're getting these, like, this, like, kind of, like, very straightforward, cut and dry lineage lesson and then it's like oh and by the way Lamech had this like sweet poem so right he was sweet poem and like it. he's like he's living well he's got two wives and he's like hey wives i'm killing dudes aren't i awesome <laughs> adam lay with his wife again and she gave birth to a son and named him seth saying god has granted me another child in place of abel since that hook up killed him. Praise Jesus, <laughs> hallelujah. Seth also had a son, and he named him Enoch. At that time, men began to call on the name of the Lord. Hallelujah, amen. So that's kind of fucked up, according to the Bible with sources revealed. Uh, this part to us comes from the redactor and the idea. The great redactor. The idea is. The next source, the Book of Generations, yeah. was used as the structure for the early yeah. part of the Bible, and that the redactor. Is adding this bit to introduce yeah. us to Seth, because otherwise. It doesn't make that any makes sense. sense. Uh, it does. I mean, if you look at if you look at chapter five, which we, I guess we're not going to do here, but there it's it's kind of redundant with verse twenty five of chapter four, but not completely. So yeah, it does look like maybe someone here was like, ah, you know, maybe I should just put a little yeah, bit of this God, in chapter four. God is the person who chose that because God wrote the Bible. Yeah. Well, fair enough. God edits his own stuff. Apparently, it does seem like there's like, <laughs> it some does seem like it, done yeah. Here. Like, someone has edited this from an original text. It seems like it should have had some second eyes. Yeah, maybe God needs to learn to not be like George Lucas. And like <laughs> exactly. Make Indiana Jones 4. peer review, all right? God wrote a perfect book. It, it's just the Bible. <laughs>
<laughs> so it's weird that they're mentioning that Seth is a replacement for Abel. Yeah. It's like it because if there's all of these other kids and all other parts of the family, I mean, if I mean, it's interesting to read it that way. But literally, we're seeing four people mentioned then these mysterious wives popping up. Yep. But this takes it back to one, and they had another kid to replace the kid that had died. It implies so, that maybe they only had two children or two male children. Exactly. Exactly. And, and and are we going back in time? Because you'd think if they were replacing a child, that would happen pretty quickly. They wouldn't like grieve for three hundred years. Yeah, I think I think I don't see it. I don't see anything here to indicate that a lot of time has necessarily passed. Other than the four generations. Oh, the linear, the lineage. I think yeah. Well, I, think, the guy I built think we can a, assume that that was yeah. That was just explained. He built a city. It says he built a city. He, you but don't the capital that he that stands for pool. He built a city. Time, no, no I'm sorry. It says in the Bible he built a city. <laughs> <laughs> right, but it, that could be concurrent with stuff being born. Right. Oh, right. No, it's alien. not. It no, it happened linearly in the story way before that. No, no, no. no. What, 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 <laughs> we don't even know if they're they're recording it in a linear fashion. Yeah. Also, aliens could have built a city. The Anuki or whatever existed at the <laughs> the Ewoks showed up and built a city. Yep, yep. Yeah, that would move the yep, timeline yep. along really quickly. Um, I guess I, I would. Yeah, it was a long time ago this, in a galaxy far, far away. My my interpretation of this is that Kane is banished shortly after Kane is banished. Seth is born, and then as Seth is growing up, Kane has these kids, and all these lineages happen. But it could be some concurrent things happen. That's awfully presumptuous, though, to use the term "shortly after." We don't know how they measure yeah, yeah, time. Yeah, we don't. To really, just to make one more point about the chronology. So again, we are we are told in chapter five that you know Adam is 130 when he has Seth. But if we go back to the start of chapter four, we have no information about when Cain and Abel are born. So he could have had Cain and Abel at age 129. Well, I guess not, because I guess Cain, ha Abel has to die. That's all we know, right? So he has them at age 100. Then uh, Cain kills Abel at age 120, or Adam time. And then maybe 10 years later, he has Seth, right? It, we don't know. All we know is that he's 130 when he has Seth. And we know it's after the time that uh, Abel is killed. Yes. Those are the only two facts we have from exactly. Exactly. the NRSV. Also, did the years start measuring after he... Because I just imagine that he was formed as an adult man in the garden. Oh, yeah. That's what the picture book showed me. So he <laughs> start measuring his age after he gets kicked out of the garden. Was he already like 100 technically when he got kicked out? Who knows? We don't know. Age. It's just a number. <laughs> that was a good tag. <laughs> okay. We should really go. Yeah, I have to. Sense. We have Let's to take care of this. Turn uh, on the air. I like that. All right, kids. All uh, right. Good luck with the editing. And, uh, and thank you yeah. for uh, doing this all this time. Yeah. It was a huge time commitment. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you and good night. Do you like funny names? Do you like implausible ages? 
All that and more next Sunday on an all-new Atheist Read the Bible. Music by Connected Sounds.